This is Gemar Nedarim Medaf Pei. All the learning for this month, the month of Tevis, has been generously sponsored as a schos Neshama for Rav Ayyelev and Rav Yaakov. The schos Ataira should bring Rav Ayyelev to Rav and Rav Yaakov to a higher iron place in Ganeidin Shalmaila. And additionally, and exclusively today on Chof Tevis, the learning has been sponsored by a close friend of the Daf as a schos Alias Neshama for Yosef Ben Nachman Chaim Halevi. B'siyat Shmaya, the learning of the entire Chabura, should bring Yosef ben Achman Chaim Alevi to the higher iron place in Ganeidin Shamayla, closer to the Kisei HaKoyvayid, and be a Milet Yesher for his entire family. We're holding on the bottom of... <coughs> excuse me. Ayin Tess Amid Beis, as the Gemara... <coughs> excuse me quotes the examples that were given in the Mishnah of Nidarim of Inoi Nefesh. And the first example quoted by the Gemara is six lines on the bottom of Ayin Tesem Beis, Im Erechat. She says, if I bathe, asks the Gemara, Hechi Ka'amar. What exactly does she say? Some have, uh, this is like Duran, who says Ka'amara, because Hechi Ka'amar sounds like referring to what did he say? But the Ran says, no, what the Gemara means is, Hechi Ka'amra. What the, exactly did she say? She is one making the nether. It answers the Gemara, If the case is in which she says, she makes a nether, that the fruits of the world should be upon her, Im Erechatz. If she bathes, so says the Gemara, I don't understand. Lama What is the reason why the husband can be made for nether? Why is this nether considered? On neder of Inoy Nefesh that her husband can be Mayfair. Loiter Chatz. Veloitle Asroin. Ask the Gemara, I don't understand what the big deal is. She shouldn't go take a bath. And then she won't be also all the parents of the world. A neder is only considered a neder of Inoy Nefesh if what? If it's automatically going to be afflicting her. But I ask the Gemara, I don't understand. Let her just not take a bath. And then she'll be able to eat the fruit. So why is this considered a neder of Enoi Nefesh? And then these fruits will never be usher to her. And furthermore, asks the Gemara at the end of the third line before the bottom of the Amud. In this case, how could Rav Yaisi say it's not Nidri Nefesh? Delma Rachsa, maybe she'll bathe, Ve'isra Be'erusaylam, and then she won't be able to eat anything, which is certainly a form of Yinay Nefesh. So says the Gemara, we have a double-edged question. Number one, why according to the Tanakhama, is this yes Yinay Nefesh? Let her just not bathe, and let her not be usher. Number two, how could this not be within the category? That's the question. According to Rav Yaisi, Rav Yaisi says this is not a type of neder of Inoi Nefesh. Says the Gemara, it is certainly a type of neder of Inoi Nefesh. Why is it certainly a type of neder of Inoi Nefesh? Because there's a very potential that she might be, and she might be also all the fruits of the world. So how could Rav Yaisi say this is not a type of neder of Inoi Nefesh? Peiris Eilam Allah, as we turn over to today's daf, daf peyamid alif, says the Gemara, ve'ela da'amra, a bit of a short amid alif today, 
The Ella also says the Gemara, you know what the case of the Mishnah is? She says, I'm making a neder that I'm never going to take a bath. Forever. If what? If I ever take a bath, then I am forbidden for taking a bath forever. So says the Gemara. This is the reason, Mefar law, that according to Tanakama, it's considered a neder of Inu Nefesh, and the husband is allowed to be made for it. Why? Because what should she do to avoid this coming into a real neder that she can never bathe? Tirchatz. If she goes and takes a bath, then Misra Anarachitz Allah. Then what? She's never going to be allowed to get benefit from bathing. And if she does not take a bath, she's going to become disgusting and repulsive. So the neder itself is considered a neder of Inu Nefesh. Why? Because if she does not go and take a bath, what's going to happen? She is going to be disgusting. That's why, according to the Danakamba, it's considered a neder of Inu Nefesh. And that's why, according to Danakama, the husband is able to be made for the neder. So what does Rav Yaisi hold? Rav Yaisi Savar, Esher Dolei Rachsa, it's not considered a neder of Yini Nefesh. Why not? Don't take a bath. And this new entity that we're addressing, considering her not taking a bath to be called disgusting, that Rav Yaisi does not hold. He does not hold that if she just doesn't take a bath, that's going to inherently make her repugnant and growth. I guess we could say there are other ways for a person to clean themselves. Therefore, Rav Yaisi holds is not a neder of Inui Nefesh. So the case of the Mishnah, as the Gemara now is answering, this is stage number two, is that she makes a neder, she'll never get pleasure from bathing if she ever bathes. So according to Tanakama, the husband is allowed to be made for this neder. Why? Because if she doesn't bathe, she'll be disgusting and makes it a neder. And therefore the husband could be made for the neder. According to Rav Yaisi, no. He does not consider the lack of bath to be inoy nefesh. Asks the Gemara four lines to the bottom. If it is true, the Rav Yaisi does not consider this to be a neder of inoy nefesh. Listeni hachi. You know what the Mishnah should have said in Rav Yoisi? The Mishnah should have said, Rav Yoisi, Oimer, Tenai Zeh Ein Boi Inoi Nefesh. This Tenai doesn't involve Inoi Nefesh. What was the wording of Rav Yoisi? The wording of Rav Yoisi of our Mishnah was, these are not Nidarim of Inoi Nefesh. Which implies that the actual Nedar does not, does consider, is, is involved in Inui Nefesh. But if that were to be true, then Rav Yaisi would have agreed. But since this Nedar is dependent upon a condition, remember, look at the top line of the Gemara, what was the case? So according to Rav Yaisi, the Gemara has a very fine-tuned question. The wording should have been a little bit different. According to Rav Yaisi, the wording should have been that this tenai, this condition of the neder, 
does not involve Inuy Nefesh. So Ella says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom, the Gemara has another attempt. Rather, the case is where she says, I will never get pleasure from taking a bath in Erchatz Hayoyim. If I take a bath today, Rabbi Yaisi Savar. And now, so why does Rabbi Yaisi hold that this is not on that Dravinu Nefesh? He agrees that the ostensible concept of never taking a bath, that is for sure in a nefesh, to never be able to take a bath. But you know what he holds? Here it's dependent on a one-day entity. Nivel dechad yoyma, lo yishmei nivel. The Rav Yesi holds that for one day not to take a bath, nu nu. So that's going to be the way of defining the machlekes between Rav Yesi and the Tanikama in our Mishnah. <coughs> and we turn over Excuse me. <coughs> Turn over to Payam Midvais as the Gemara continues and quotes the next case in the Mishnah. We've just dealt with Im Erechatz. So says the Gemara. Shanis, you have explained, not Shanis. Shanis, you have explained Im Erechatz. The case of the Mishnah of Im Erechatz. Im Loi Erechatz Echidami. What do you do with the next case of the Mishnah, in which he says, if I do not bathe, says the Gemara, if the case is that she says the pleasure from bathing should always be forbidden to be, meaning the exact flip of the first case. The first case was... I will never get pleasure from bathing im erchatz ayoyim. So what's the case of im loyerchatz? The same tonight driven case that she says. I will never get pleasure from bathing if I do not bathe today. So ask the Gemara, Lamala I don't understand why the husband has to be made for this nadar. Tizchasi, let her bathe today. And then what? Shall not be forbidding because this whole nadar was in the negative. What was on that there? I'm never going to get hanah. If what if I don't bathe today? Beautifully. So therefore, what? If she doesn't bathe, then yes, she's under a nether. But if she yes does bathe, then she's not under a nether. So ask the Gemara, why do we have to revoke to the far of the husband? Let her simply go take a bath. Amar Rav Yehuda on the fourth line. The Amra, the Mishnah is referring to a case in which she says a new case. If I do not bathe in disgusting water, and the water that's used to soak the flax. So the nether over here leaves her very, very stuck. If she doesn't bathe, then she's under the nether. If she bathes today, it's a disgusting bath. It's foul-smelling, flax-soaked water. And therefore, that's the reason why it's the nether of nefesh. And that's the reason why the husband has the ability to be made for the nether. But ask the Gemara, the Kavosei, the Katani, corresponding to this, what did it say? The next case of the Mishnah, what she makes a nether, if I do adorn myself, if I don't adorn myself, so if the negative, if I don't adore myself, is the same case, what would that mean? If I don't 
adorn myself with naft, which is foul-smelling substances. Ask the Gemara, Lich I don't understand. That's not called iskashit. You don't put on uh, manure as a makeup. If someone has manure thrown on them, what that means is they just got dirty. They didn't apply the wonderful perfume of skunk to them. It means the skunks breathe them. So it's not called imloy eskashet. If I didn't adorn myself, it's called lech lochas, the Gemara. It's called dirting. So says the Gemara, you're right. Amr Rav Yehuda, another pshat. To Amr, she says, I know it's The pleasure of bathing is always upon me. If I bathe today. And then what is the next case? That's in the case of the positive. Im erchatz. What's the case of im loy erchatz? Now we're answering of question number two from the top of our Amud. And he makes a shvua that he won't make up, he won't be. Meaning, what the Gemara is doing is we originally thought that however we're going to interpret the case of im erchatz, we're going to interpret the same way the case of im loy erchatz. Says the Gemara now, no. The case of Imlo Yerchatz is a simple Shvua, an oath, Shalo Erchatz. Continues the Gemara, Hanaz Kishel Alai, Lo Ilamimis Kashadayoyim, I'll never get pleasure from adorning myself forever if I put on makeup today. That's the positive. What's the negative? Shvua, Shalo Yerchatz. So Amr Lei Ravina Le Ravashi, Ha'il Nadarim, Ushvua Ismi Bayilei. What was the name of the parak? Elu Nidarim. And the Mishnah explained these are Nidarim that have you nefesh, etc. and don't. But says the Gemara, we're changing the Mishnah now. In the case of the Mishnah of the negative, Imlai, we're not saying it's a quintessential or a regular nether. We're saying it's a Shvua. So ask the Gemara that the Mishnah should have said that these are the Nidarim and Shvuais. Amar lemisni. That's what it should have said. Amar le. Ravashi responds to me. You're right. In the darim bushvuais, work those words into the Mishnah. Viva Yisema says the Gemara. Another pshat. Shvuais nami. Hainu nidarim. Says the Gemara. Shvuais are sometimes referred to within the context considered as nidarim. What's the source? What's the riot to that? The Tanan, as we learned. In a Mishnah, Kinidre Rishayim Nadar bin Nazir Bakarbin Ubishvua. So we see that in Nadir can be called the Shvua, and therefore says the Gemara, it's not Shver. It's not difficult to explain the case of Imlai, Imlai, in the case with utilization of a Shvua. Continues the Gemara, let's go backwards, let's try to understand what's going on with that whole bathing situation that we just had a moment ago. Says the Gemara, "V'amir Rabbanan Rechitza Isba Inu Nefesh." Says the Gemara, "Kiloi Rachsa." Is it true that the Rabbanan say that bathing is considered Inu Nefesh if you do not bathe? Veremini, I'll ask you a stira. Af Bisha Aser Bekula on a Yom Kippur, you're also for the Chamish Inu Yim for the five. Cannot eat, drink, have marital relations, anoint oneself with oil. Even though it's Aser of the Chamesh Yinuim, still, I don't know if I said the one of wearing leather shoes, still, 
If one violates them, he's not does not get karis. Ella, which ones? Only if one does work, eats or drinks, that's those carry karis. But if one goes and does uh, put on oils, one does have marital relations that does not give him a chi of karis. And therefore, ask the Gemara vi Amrit. And if you're going to tell me, if you're going to explain to me that the lack of bathing is considered inoy, is considered affliction, so what should happen is that on Yom Kippur, then the act of washing should carry with it the punishment of karis, similar to eating and drinking and do work. But the Brisa clearly said that the only entities that carry with it the punishment with the severity of karis is eating, drinking, and doing work. Why wasn't this case included? So my Rava answers, Rava menyana dikra. We learn it out from the Pasuk itself. When it comes to Yom Kippur, what does it say? You have to afflict yourself positively. So milsa de yada inuya hashda matters that abstaining from, excuse me, rechitza, no, incorrect, milsa one more time, milsa de yada inuya hashda, the Pasik when it says about tanuas of shechem is referring to once something that while doing it is considered affliction, but rechitza lo yada inuya hashda, when it comes to not bathing, the affliction doesn't become right away. So says the Gemara, but that's only with regard to Yom Kippur. Kabinet Darim. What does it say by a neder? They'll say, So there we inoy anything that could bring to inoy to affliction. So even though Yom Kippur will not, because Yom Kippur only chayv kares if it's a positive. Still, by Nadarim, it could be considered something of Enoi of affliction. I'll pick it up from here. Psiata de Shmaya, excuse me, Vachiloi Rachsa, Asya, Lidei, Enoi. If he doesn't bathe, he will come to Enoi. I'll pick it up from the steering of Yasi the next year. Psiata de Shmaya.